Welcome back to Storybud, season two. We are coming to you this time from a lovely, uh, luxurious studio in Near FM, just kindly hosting our second season. It's 90.3 FM and it's based in North County, Dublin, and we are chuffed to be here. Um, although I feel like I'm flying a plane. Also, North County, Dublin. That makes it sound like it's in scaries. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I get abuse for that, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've isolated half the audience now. Um, so thanks a million to Near FM for giving us this brilliant opportunity. Um, anybody, we did do a first season at Jess's uh, kitchen table. Um, but anybody who listened to that accused me of holding Jess's head away from the microphones and we're not saying we were also totally incompetent with all our gear so being able to come in here is a big treat it's worth a listen though for our new listeners yeah go back and <laughs> listen to me talking loudly and Jess uh, whispering the stories though it's about the stories <laughs> um, so this week we are going to talk about um, body image and uh, how how you feel about yourself maybe based on what other people say to you uh, and how you feel about yourself based on your own internal stuff. But um, this week I was at lunch with uh, five women, including myself, and they were talking about the Ed Sheeran concerts that are coming up. And um, one of the women said, uh, Ed Sheeran, he's not bad for a ginger. And then I saw everybody's faces drop because I have red hair. And uh, she said... Uh, sorry, no offence, which was extra offensive. And then she said, it's OK, it's OK. My niece is a ginger, which was not makes it, does made, not make it OK, yeah, made it worse. Uh, and then she patted me on the side of the head, just on the side of the head at the table. And everybody <laughs> just got up and walked away. Um, but God. that happens to me all the time. People talking about my hair. Um, so... Yeah, like last week I was... It, does it not happen both ways though? I've heard a lot of people be like, your hair is beautiful. Oh yeah. yeah thank Christ. Somebody <laughs> fucking says Would you rather nice they just didn't say anything at all? No, but I just, I, I don't get it. Luckily, I just do not get why people would um, say it. But so I was at a swimming pool watching my daughter swim and there was a woman who has four daughters and one of them has red hair and I said, God, she's great. She's so lucky. And she said, do you think so? Yeah. Uh, and Did she you said, have a hat on the yeah, I'm just, I'm just really worried about her. Like, how has it been for you? I was like, I'm not, like, what? <laughs> it's been, like, I know she's, she's probably aware of people like the woman at my lunch mm. who was slagging gingers. But I was like, it's been okay. Red hair has definitely become fashionable though as well, I think, now. Like, yeah. A lot of people dye, would choose to dye their hair red. Women, now. Yeah. Yeah, but I just, anyway, I suppose I don't really understand why people have to make comments about... You were saying as well, being pregnant, that that's something that people comment on 16 times a day. Yeah, so of those five women yesterday, three of them told me that I was carrying very low. It's like... Or were they like... like it's very, very low. low. It's like, am I... It's like, I don't understand why those comments need to be just fucking keep it to yourself yeah. shut up yeah um, but maybe I do it as well I don't know but yeah people you're very big you're very small yeah. ooh look at your bump I think the outgoing people intend those comments as a compliment or just to kind of be acknowledging that you're pregnant and saying something about it and it's done out of a warmth kind of no I know and but, it is but also yeah when they're so contradictory and also you're I'm sure feeling pretty vulnerable and your body's different to how it normally is and yeah everything you know it's like when people have babies and they're and they're like god she's huge or she's tiny and and the parent is like oh is she you know whereas they mean she's huge as in she's healthy or she's tiny as in she's elegant or delicate or whatever you know um i don't think they're ever said with malicious intent but i do understand why what about people grabbing your bump uh it, that doesn't happen a lot but when it does happen i'm not happy. My but. rule for that, although I think I'd probably ask. I, don't, I haven't grabbed your Do bump. you want to? The only time I would grab, well, I would never grab, but the only time I would like have a hug of somebody's bump is if I would hug them. There was somebody I knew that well that I would hug them and like put my hand in their tummy anyway. Okay. 
What kind of hugs <laughs> that from behind? Do you remember there was two <laughs> friends of ours? Uh, oh yeah, okay. Get and you. one of them, it's three guys, and one of them was kind of by association with one of the guys and he hugged the guy that he didn't know that well and like ruffled him on the tummy yeah. Tummy, and the on other the guy tummy. was just like what the hell are you doing get away from me yeah um, there's definitely people who yeah. have uh, physical uh, space like they don't like being hugged yeah. in any circumstance so yeah I can understand you can feel like it as well it's horrible when you do that rubbing your tummy or whatever it's like a bad handshake um, but do you think so maybe I'm being hypocritical because so when people are giving me attention saying you look like this or you look it's low, it's big, it's high, it's fucking whatever. I'm just like, do you have to keep commenting? But when people say you look great, you know, does that. But that, even when they say you look great, it doesn't necessarily make you feel great. No. Because you're like, what the hell? Or heck, if what? you've made a huge effort and they don't say you look great. Yeah. But when people go, wow, you look great. I was like, what, yeah. what did you think I looked like last time? Well, me. I've had a lot of... So when I'm working, I get quite tired and a bit... I get, it shows in my face and everything else. Uh, and I've had a lot of people be like... I had an, somebody, an extra in work, once say to me that I was dead behind the eyes. <laughs> it's probably the worst. But, dead uh, behind But like the if eyes. you say it to me or my sister says it to me, like, oh, you look wrecked. I know it's out of like a sympathetic, like, oh God, are you okay? Can we mind you? Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think that we're just programmed like that to go. You look great, or you know, um, what was it? Like? What was reprogramming that to say like it's great to see you, or some other positive thing that doesn't involve appearance? Yeah. Um, and I think like just being brought up with that, like I, you know, like my mum, she's lovely and very compassionate and very caring and everything else, but she would comment on other people's appearance in the same way that they would comment. On her back, I'm sure, and to their faces as well. Yeah. So it was something that was always done in our household, whether it was good or bad, or and they say that little girls as well that you're supposed to not be like you're so pretty and your dress is so you know because it makes them it, it like enhances that whole theme of like little girls being there to decorate and yeah. be beautiful and. But not have I suppose substance. you can't deny that they do like it when you tell them they look pretty or that they mm. look um yeah but. Yeah, so I don't know. It is, it's something, you know, but I maybe I've been thinking about it too much because like somebody I know, their beard just got serious, like from... Male or female? Uh, ma- <laughs> male. Is it me? <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to be like, look at your beard. But then I had been so kind of wound up about people talking about my bump that I was like, don't comment on his beard. Yeah. Because... You're being a hypocrite. Yeah. But I used to think if it was positive, it's always nice to say, and I'd always want to hear it if it was positive about me. But now I think it's nicer to just compliment people on other things. I think, you think uh, it's so just... much is motivated by appearance now. I just, yeah, you know, I just don't like it. Um, and especially like with kids and, you know, kind of instilling that, that that's important or it's useful or it's valuable. Like, shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, um, I've recently had a run in with a seven year old, not directly, but about my his, daughter. About his beard. <laughs> about a beard, yeah. Um, my daughter is seven and she kept asking me, like, Mammy, when are you going to, like, what are you doing with your hair today? And when are you going to, would you think about wearing some more makeup? And That's would, like what my mother used to say to me when I became a teenager. Are you wearing that? Out? Yeah. Um, and she kept going on. I was like, No, I'm grand. My hair's fine. Uh, no, I don't feel like wearing makeup today or this is what I've chosen to wear. Mm. And trying to say, you know, it's not important. It's not important. And eventually I snapped at her and she she kept going, could you just be fancier? <laughs> um, and she was talking about other mammies at the school who are really into makeup and hair and all that. And I think that's brilliant for people who are into that. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to explain that to her. But anyway, one day I just said, what, it, what is it? Just out with it. What is wrong with you? Are, you know, are you mm. embarrassed about me? <clears throat> and she said, my friend said you were ugly and disgusting. I was like, what? It was like getting punched in the stomach. Like that little bitch. Um, so that was really a difficult one to deal mm. with so my daughter's hysterical because her friend has started a your ma is uh, well it's different to the age. traditional your ma is but yeah yeah <laughs> uh, is it different from a traditional your ma because it what because it wasn't fat it was just ugly and disgusting well 
I don't. I'd rather not get into it. I've already <laughs> offended half the listenership. Um, so I don't know if it was genuinely. I don't know if it was like a your ma mm. thing or whether like this this girl's ma isn't particularly dressy Glam. or dolled up or so. I don't know what it was about, but um, I just felt so sad for my daughter that she's even aware of yeah that. Yeah. But she loves she loves yeah. her like fucking fur jackets and sparkly shoes and she loves putting on makeup and stuff and I'm not interfering too much with that because mm. that's her, the way she likes to express herself but I still want to try and teach her somehow that that's not the be all end all yeah that's okay if I'm not wearing um, stilettos and fake eyelashes to s- for the school run you should do a week where you do that and see what happens <laughs> first of all I break my ankle in the first 10 seconds yeah um, but it's not the first time that has happened to me except for the, the, about uh, I suppose it's about over 10 years ago, I was in Whelan's with my then boyfriend. And we need to go back to Whelan's. I haven't been in a long time. <laughs> um, we were at the bar and this group of women came in and they were hammered. And one of them just loudly said, uh, oh, she... This is a, I kind of almost don't believe this story. <laughs> it is. She is, um, like, he's way out of her league. She's really ugly. And the other women around her were like shut the fuck up and anyway Morris confronted them all and I was like what are you hanging out with your friend is an asshole and they're like we're just here for work and she is horrible and we're so sorry and um, she was like in the corner kind of Um, Um, yeah I can't believe that that's mental yeah so obviously the listeners who don't know what I look like will think I look like a toad (laughs) but uh We'll anyway. post a picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can let me know if you think if you agree or with not. Seven or two. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, no, I'm sure I survived it all. But um, yeah, I just think people were all so obsessed with yeah how we all look or how we dress or um, like we have a friend that would easily be like, "What the fuck are you wearing? You that doesn't." Suit I actually you was or... on the phone to that friend last night and I'm going away this weekend and I was like I hate packing for a weekend because I never know what to bring and you know what if it rains what if it's really hot like I don't want to bring heels and walking shoes and flip flops and you know and I said I'm just going to bring dresses and leggings and if it's really hot I won't wear the leggings and she was like you can't wear leggings (laughs) that is not your best look (laughs) it's like and I actually thought I must talk to Kira about this because she'll make me feel better about wearing leggings like you wear leggings. She wears leggings all the time. Is that because the, like so she, she was just being super judgy about your legs? Yeah, probably. I don't know. You probably weren't cheap, shitty leggings. Or like not, I don't know, what do they, wet look? <laughs> Whatever they were. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was, she. she's definitely, and, and the other thing is weight, you know, putting on and losing weight. And I really don't notice. Like, I just don't see that unless it's escapingly obvious. Um, but yeah, that that thing of like, if I lose loads of weight, then I'll be pretty, or then I'll be happy, or then I'll be whatever. And that drives me mad because I think our our barometer for that is way off. Yeah. Because like yeah, oh, well. it's kind of slimming clubs. Yeah. Really annoy me because I think they're just so judgy. They only make people feel bad about themselves. Anyone I've seen that does them doesn't work like they'll lose weight but once they have to actually live their life and go back to normal I don't know are you going to disagree with me now? Uh, well what I what I can only I can say that I find uh, let's say the one the ones where it's a really strict like a diet when you can only eat cabbage or you can only yeah. not eat carbohydrates or whatever I don't think I don't see them as a long term solution to helping you feel better about yourself but um, I did go to one uh, when I felt like my weight was really creeping up after one or, or, I mean it wasn't <laughs> See I don't even I don't remember that It like, did creep up and like I, our friend the legging friend like poked me <laughs> Who by the way is so supportive that she is 99% guaranteed <laughs> never to listen to this Poked me um, but she, she would totally if she was in here she'd totally come in and tell us exactly why she poked me in the arm mm. To be like, you gotta just gotta roll there. But <clears throat> anyway, I did. I was feeling gross. I was just feeling but gross. But is that because of how you looked, or was it an internal? I feel tired and sluggish and whatever. Um. Yeah. Just not being able to fit in your clothes and mm. not, or you know, 
yeah, and just feeling, yeah. I don't think it was about how I looked because I don't think I had noticed, I don't think I'd seen myself in a mirror being like, oh, I don't like the way I look, but mm. I just wasn't feeling yeah. great. But anyway, this this thing was just a really simple food pyramid. Like, it's just a simple thing. This is what your plate should look like, as in mm. eat more vegetables and a food pyramid like vegetables at the bottom, sugar at the top and a simple thing. And you had to eat five things from different levels each day or so it wasn't counting, but it was just understanding nutrition and what your body actually needs versus what you. Fair enough. Um, and I was down there with like a load of L ones, Blue Rinse Brigade, and they were having great crack at. And I don't think they were super much. interested in what they're because you had to stand up and say what you what, what your weight loss was that week. Oh God! But, in your um, underwear. While they <laughs> were like waterboarding you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, take my dentures out before you weigh me. Um, no, and it was helpful. And for them, it was great crack. So I, I just think like most women, sorry to cut you off. No. But like, I don't just say makeup percentage. I think most women think about how they look every day. Yeah. But you do not. About it. I do. Yeah, I still do. But I tr- aspire not to. And I won't let myself. Now I just and do you think, think men don't. I think I men, men do as much. I do. Men don't have to worry about things like um, makeup. Yeah. Really have to worry about their hair. But they don't really they have to worry about. They had tools for. No. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, some of them do wear makeup now. Yeah. But like, no, I don't, and I don't think they want to because they're just like, you know, like men in their thirties that don't even like wash their face. I'll just put a bit of water on it. It's like, how much do you spend on face wash? Yeah. Or whatever. Rose hip oil. Okay. You yeah. know, I just feel like I go to so much trouble with that. And that's all to do with how I look really. And it's all like aesthetic. It's not functional. Yeah. But, and makeup is the same thing. And, you know, like if everyone just stopped wearing makeup. Like I, like I enjoy wearing makeup when I get dressed up and I enjoy, you know, making the effort and it's out of the ordinary for me. So it's quite transformative it's quite remarkable so but uh, when if so if you get dressed up for like <coughs> wedding level dressed yeah. up and people are like you look amazing yeah how does that make you feel do you feel like that's nice that I look amazing or you, or do you think why I'll either be like that's great I feel amazing go me what a lovely day or yeah. else I'll be like they're so full of shit they just don't want to they have to say something or oh really yeah. but, but you're not there's not that element of why do I have to put all this shit on my face for you to tell me that I look lovely? No, but there probably should be. <laughs> well, I don't, like, I'm not like saying shaving like your legs go or, Alicia you know, Keys on it. Yeah. She just made some big kind of movement. Never to, wearing makeup again. Because, um, you know, I, I, I really admire and I, we've just been uh, bitching about our friend, but she, I love how much she loves makeup. Oh, yeah. and she spends like half an hour and whatever. But it, that's such a passion for her. Yeah. Um, and that Watching her get excited about all that stuff is is lovely. Mm. Um, so when when people are really into it, mm. that's great for them. But yeah, yeah. But it is it's just it is, that it comes it, from this thing of like women have to. There's such a huge pressure, you know. It's 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 exceptional for women not to wear makeup or get dressed up or do their hair or you know. And so let's say we're well, like. In your, not on any particular set, but in, in the <laughs> film. So Jess works in, in film and TV. It, it, what is the level of, it, is there people, do people put on makeup at four o'clock in the morning oh, to yeah. come into work? Mostly the departments like hair and makeup are always like, yeah, they'll go in early and see they all work at like a mirror with lights all around it. Yeah. And loads of makeup. So they'll go in and do their own makeup like or I've been I've pulled into the car park with black but it would be like dark be somewhere between half four and half five in the morning in a field up the mountain and she'd be there with her little over the mirror light on like doing a full face of makeup in the car um and I just said to me that's my face is not even my eyes are like why are we open (laughs) you know like it's I don't know how and it's to go and stand in a field in the mud and you know but that's obviously a huge part of her routine and who she is and you know I, I just, like our friend, the leggings friend, wouldn't even go to the shop without a full face of makeup, yeah. I don't think. Um, and it's totally for herself. I don't doubt that it's for anyone else or mm. to impress anyone else. But it's just like, uh, I don't know. I have a problem with us needing 
to look a certain way, to feel like we belong or... And do you think it affects <coughs> your enjoyment of, like, let's say, food, eating? Yeah. I think, again, most women, I'd say, think about everything they eat uh, and if they should be eating it and if they shouldn't be eating it. And I don't know, in the last couple of years, I, again, am trying to be just, like, body positive about it and the fact that, like... My weight goes up and down a little bit. I'm lucky enough that I don't have any allergies and I enjoy food so much. Like, I love food. Uh, and I feel like it's such a gift to be able to eat relatively freely. And obviously I try and have everything in moderation and it, that does really does affect how you feel as well as how you look. But I think that a lot of this whole wellness, uh, super fitness, I won't say fad, but phase that's going on craze that's going on at the moment is all motivated by I think that's calmed down appearance. Has it? I don't know Wellfest was on at the weekend alright oh, okay <laughs> I had a few friends at Wellfest and I was like eating burgers getting snapchats okay and like, here I like, am doing yoga burpees I just bought two kilos of chia seeds <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then like having a double cheeseburger um, but but like I know it's like the makeup thing I know some people who are really into all that stuff and they get so much out of it and they love it Yeah, and like good for them and if they feel great doing it great but I just do think that a lot of it comes from appearance again and having to, wanting to look a certain way and social media is just brings out the worst and all that and people can be quite judgy you know it annoys me when people say like oh I'm being bold I'm having a burger or whatever and I don't like equating something that you eat with like ba- like being I know, bad yeah, yeah. in your character yeah, it's just awful. like have a burger yeah chocolate is my weakness yeah but you've um, moved off you, you I mean I used to or still do admire your like you always have a tin like a roses tin or an old biscuit tin in your house which is wedged full of chocolate but if that was in my house it would be empty because I, I wouldn't be able to car. stop eating yeah, uh, I'm I'm on the turn now from sweet to savoury, I think. So you've just got bags of crisps ever? Uh, not so much crisps, but I'd be more inclined to like have a grilled cheese than a bar of chocolate. A grilled cheese I mean, I still sandwich? Love, yeah, a toasty. I still love chocolate. <laughs> so I'll always have a special place in my heart. And I buy chocolate like wherever I have it still in all the places that I might be in. Okay. But, uh, but I think that I'm preferring but, crisps and cheese and stuff now. Uh, talking of sandwiches, um, I was at something recently and every single sandwich on offer had raw onion in it. So I, I took one sandwich I thought didn't have raw onion in it, but it had surprise raw onion in it. And just white onion? Um, it was just white, like like thumbnail sized chunks. <laughs> I pictured nails there. Thanks. Well, I might as well have been eating nails. You mean thumbnail as in like the size but, uh, of the flat like, of your the, thumbnail or yeah. the actual like clipping? Oh, not the clipping. Brings me to another story. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, like a full nail. Can I just but. interrupt you for, for 10 seconds? We shared a studio apartment in San Francisco once and Kira was cutting her toenails <laughs> and I was drinking a glass of water and a toenail clipping landed in my glass of water. I mean, what are the chances? <laughs> Sorry, carry on with your with your story. Um, that wasn't my fault. So we, I had nowhere else to go to to carry out that <laughs> that task. We didn't even have a TV or anything in there. It was just like silent. I'm just gonna sit. Oh, we did have a TV. We didn't. We did so. Yeah, we used to watch like I don't know American Idol or something. Full House. Mm. Um, so silent toenail clipping. But uh, yeah. Anyway, <coughs> toenail sandwiches. Toenail sandwiches. Um, yeah. <coughs> Anyway, so I was horrified and the whole day for eight hours, I was just like, Onion City, this is just... So I did a, you know, little survey of maybe 10 people Mm. to say this really traumatic thing happened to me and I had to eat onions, raw onions. And they're all like, you're mad. Every single person apart from you said onions in sandwiches, A1. Let us know, guys. I think I did say a purple onion I would tolerate and also if it was a toasted sandwich that's okay or scallion I mean scallions with like tuna and sweet corn and mayonnaise oh no tuna's another is that a no I can do tuna but I, I can't do ch- like egg fish onion they're serious 
a fillings to have. Yeah. Um, so I did once have an egg and onion sandwich and fish. in somebody's house. They were like, I'll make you a sandwich. Thanks a million. Oh, fucking hell. What the hell? I think I, I always think egg, egg mayonnaise is weird because it's like egg and egg sauce. Yes. Um, but it, there's consequences to what you eat. <laughs> I thought you could say consequences of egg sandwiches. <laughs> there certainly are. Oh, it's just like sitting next to somebody having a big egg sandwich, egg and onion sandwich. Mm. Stop the lights. What's your favourite sandwich? Uh, I'd be just maybe I'm just too plain. Just like chicken and lettuce and cheese, condiments, mayo, mustard. No. And no butter. Ham, cheese and tomato would be mine, I have to say. Ideally oh. toasted. What about crisps in With sandwiches? a bit of onion. Yeah, all about Into that. Into it, yeah. Just a crisp sandwich even is good. Okay, with butter? Somebody got me for Christmas in work a box of Tato that had like 24 packets. So you had 24 sandwiches? And No, but it was like the last week of work before Christmas and... Uh, at like four o'clock every day on set, sandwiches would come and you just everyone's a bit sick of the sandwiches because they come every single day and it's always the same. But the Onions. crisps had like new lease of life. And I used to give everyone crisps and they'd all ha- like have sandwiches with crisps in them. And, and there's people listening time. now going, if you had an onion, that would really, you know, bring your sandwich to another level. Yeah. Raw <laughs> garlic. Be good as well. Wild garlic leaves. Yeah. And what about Exercise. As in what's my favourite? Do you think that exercise is it is the same thing of like only being motivated by appearance? Although weightlifting is something that seems to be getting very popular now. And is that um, appearance? Is that because I don't of think that is. I, your, like, I believe. Look. No, I believe that that's about like feeling strong for women. So okay. It strengthens your legs and your core and everything. But it's not in a like, I'm going to do 500 sit-ups. Yeah. Way, you know. Um, no, my main motivation for doing any exercise is, is more to do with mental health because mm. if, if I feel not great I know that no matter what I do if it's like go yeah. for a five minute walk yeah. or swim or you know if I, I could attempt to run but or do it any is that amazing kind of what yeah. exercise can do for your brain yeah. yeah even if you I have to give myself a 45 minute pep talk to be like, just get your shit together get on your runners go out then I'll feel <clears throat> yeah much better yeah but, and you sleep um, better. And I suppose maybe there is a, that thing when I'm, if you're out doing exercise that you would be thinking, this is really good for my body. But mm. I don't know. I suppose I'm proving that I, I don't, wouldn't be mad into my body or my looks or any of that kind of stuff. That's good though. See, because I have this amazing hair, yeah. which just carries it all. That's true. Um, yeah. But, uh. Have you had any kind of eating incidences recently that have upset you? Um, uh, onion level upset? No. Two things I wanted to... Oh, first thing, I had a club sandwich yesterday. Do you know that club sandwich, do you know what club stands for? No. Chicken and lettuce under bacon. Right. Good, thank That's you. That's my fact of the week. <laughs> I've also... Um, what was my other little nugget that I had? Oh, no, it's gone. Um, no, I mean, I like I say, I love food. I'm pretty... Oh, yeah, I do think that people who drink coffee when they're having a savoury meal are weirdos. What about... Like, if you're having, like, eggs on toast or a club sandwich and have a latte with that, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> is it because it's hot or is it because... It's because it's, it's sweet. Okay. What I mean, tea is fine. Is tea fine? Yeah. With the sandwich, but yeah. not coffee? yeah. Okay, like I would, I would get it if it was like a big kind of creamy, foamy coffee. I wouldn't be into yeah. that. But what well, about maybe Americanos? Okay, soup and tea or coffee at the same time. I've gone really off soup. Okay. <laughs> we had this avoiding, conversation before. I forgot about it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I just think soup is like a waste of time. We need actual solid food. Yeah, but it's not about the soup. It's about having soup with a cup of tea. Mm. So you're spooning warm liquid into your mouth and then you're taking a different type of warm liquid. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I always think as well that coffee kills nutrients. Don't know if there's any basis to that. I don't know. That's a there's big an, there's allegation. There's no point in having like a salad and a coffee because it'll kill the salad. Well, I do know from recent experience that if you eat 
if you drink tea or coffee with a meal that has iron in it. So if you had a steak. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that prevents your body from absorbing the iron. So maybe there's something in. Yeah. Like we shouldn't be having tea or coffee with our meals. You shouldn't be having it within an hour of your meal at all, apparently, if you want to absorb the iron. It's going to make for more breaks throughout the day. Yeah. Like lunch break and then an hour later, coffee. Um, and any restaurant uh, or cafe? like? Well, the issue of complaining in restaurants and cafes has become a thing recently. I know you love complaining. I love complaining, yeah. I don't. I'm just more so. Um, and there was an incident recently where we, my whole family went on a big long walk um, from Dublin to Newbridge. It's pretty long. Just want to slip that in there. Anyway, on the finishing day of the walk, we were dying for a nice lunch. We went into a cafe. As we walked in, we walked past the fridge and there was these amazing looking homemade brownies in the fridge. I was like, ding, I'm going to have one of those. Um, that sound effect was just a little early. <laughs> the ding. And uh, had a meal and then I was like, yeah, I'll have a brownie. And she said, do you want it heated? No, definitely not. John cream, no thanks. And it came out and it, A, was not the brownie that was in the fridge. It was a different type of brownie. It was not fudgy, it was spongy. <laughs> B, it was piping hot. And C, it was <laughs> underneath the mound of cream. Was the cream all like melty? Yeah, it was starting to melt, yeah. And I was just like, that's not what I wanted. And they, my family were all like, just send it back. I just, and I was like, no, it's fine, I'll just eat it. I was so Wait, what it's did embarrassing you think, how annoyed what I was. What was the worst? What was the worst case scenario of you saying to the waitress whose profession it is to say, "Hey, she would spit on the other brownie and then give it." Is me. that the worst thing? Uh, you just like no, that the waitress going to make her a have a bad day. Yeah, but if you just said it really nicely. Yeah, but that could be even worse. Sorry, sorry. Do you mind if I? No. So, did so then I just ate enough of it. I just like gulped down enough of it that she wouldn't ask me when she came back. Was there something wrong with the brownie? Was it that bad? Yeah, I didn't want it. So I don't understand that because, I mean, I know, I know you can't, but you've paid, you probably paid like five euro for that. And you probably gave her a tip, even though she didn't yeah. do her job properly. Yeah. So, uh... I don't complain all the time, but I, I wouldn't feel ashamed or worried about what the waitress or waiter would think by me saying, sorry, this isn't what I ordered. Yeah. Um, so like I was for, out for dinner with all of you guys or it was, it was br like brunch, actually. It's always brunch. It's about 12 of us there, which is a nightmare. For, I thought you were going to say it was about 12 years ago. It probably was. was. Yeah. A nightmare for... Uh, for staff anyway but we none of us got to eat at the same time and there was at least one hour between when the first person got to eat and the last person got to eat and the food was not great and then they put a service charge mm. on the bill bill like 15% or something not even just a small one and uh, I took the bill up to speak to the waiter and said you know the, the service was not great today so I think we shouldn't be charged this and he just grabbed it out of my hand and brought one back with no service charge on it and everybody was like I can't believe you did that I was like why do we have to pay I actually can't them? remember so I probably was PTSD <laughs> but like why would nobody give anybody feedback to say what about tipping people in general I'm I'm getting better at it, um, but you were asking about better at not doing it. No, better at just doing it. Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I mean, I know I didn't tip anybody that time, but I I don't I don't like people presuming mm. the the tip yeah. element. So I don't really like the service charge being added. Or what anything. about in a what about like bar staff? See, that's embarrassing because how much are you going to give them? Are you going to give them, like if you give them a 10% and mm. your drink is a fiver, I mean, do you really want to hand somebody 50 cent? Yeah. I don't know, but, but maybe that's... On a bar, is there usually just a, I actually can't remember, is there usually just a glass for tips? Is there? I don't know. Is there a glass on a bar? I don't know. So that's, 
That's me out of the tipping. Uh, <laughs> um, delivery America, drivers always, unless the meal is not intact. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, uh, well, that wasn't about tipping, but I ordered Indian a while ago and asked them how long would take. You had to collect it. Asked them how long it would take. And they said half an hour. So I went, I was there and I had to wait there for more than an hour. And then they gave me the food. And when I got home, it well, there was about eight boxes of rice and maybe one vegan curry or something. And I rang them to say, I was at the restaurant for over an hour and you've given me the wrong food. And they were like, could you just, um, yeah, can you bring that back? <laughs> No. And they didn't offer to bring me my food or any of that kind of stuff. But you would probably never have even rang them and be like, OK, I'm just going to eat this two yeah. kilos of rice. Yeah. No, I think I probably would have in that. I don't know. Depends how hungry I am as well in any given situation. Yeah. Like, I think if that brownie situation had happened and I was just having the brownie, it might have been pushed me over the edge. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, people, you, people need to... <clears throat> stand up for themselves so my mother-in-law got a taxi from the airport to our house the the taxi was 23 euro and she only had a 50 and he said I don't have any change love and she wouldn't you know have had been in that many she's not from Dublin or anything she didn't know what to do and she ended up giving him 50 euro I was raging yeah is he not obliged to have change? I don't know, but yeah, I would have had a. I would have been like, "Cool, you come back when you have change. Yeah, I'm. I'll give you twenty three euro when you get. Yeah, back, you know, I uh, don't know. Or he offered her no solution, nothing. So she gave him twenty seven euro tip. <laughs> so I uh, that those kind of s- situations make yeah, me really annoyed. But taxi drivers do that all the time, <laughs> and people like people never even have cash anymore. Yeah, so I'm surprised. But, uh, Most taxis, I'm sure, should be cardable by now. So do you give your taxi driver a tip? Uh, I always would, yeah. Of how much? I mean, I was in a taxi with somebody recently and they didn't. And I was like, Did you not get, would you not have given them the two euro or whatever? Let's say it was 18 euro. Yeah. And he was like, no, because he went a longer way than he should have. And yeah. it was a bit all over the, like his sharp turns. And yeah. Was like, I'd be, the car was a bit smelly. Yeah. Mm. I'm all over that. Yeah, really? I agree with I that just person. I feel like horrible for the poor taxi man. Why? I don't know. It's his job. Why can't he do it properly? Yeah, I suppose. Um, uh, and what about hairdressers? I find the hairdresser the most oh, yeah, awkward because you have to go and look for the person and you're trying to put <laughs> like two euro oh, in their yeah. hand or whatever it is. I rarely do that. Yeah, because that's so yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. And so I never get to. But it's also like I just paid 45 euro. So now I have to pay another and I Five don't even like my hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you ever said to a hairdresser, I don't really. There's only been one time where I've been like, oh my God, this is awful. Like, I don't even want to go outside. So yeah. Bad. Um, And, or there was, actually, there was another time where I got a fringe. I was getting my fringe trimmed. That was your own fault, was it not? No, it was crooked though. Um, it wasn't just that the fringe was minging. Yeah, it's very hard to tell them that you're not happy with your hair. Do you think they genuinely think, oh, Everyone thinks it's lovely. I'm doing such a good job. Um, yeah, I wonder. There's or whether they're just people. like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. When they, <laughs> when they don't show you the mirror around the back, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's a one group that doesn't get a lot of feedback, I'd say. I do when they're like, is that water all right for you? <laughs> no, I do say do I have that's too hot or too cold. scalp left. Yeah. But you say it embarrassingly, like, I'm really sorry, but it's a bit too hot for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what we're trained to do. Apologise to everybody. My husband, if he rings a helpline, as in, let's say, for a phone company or an insurance company or whatever, he (sighs) would start by saying, I'm really sorry to bother you. Mm. But why are you apologising? That's their job. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to bother you now. Maybe it's just like, I'm sorry that you have to listen to people's complaints all the time. Yeah, I'm really sorry, but the water is burning my scalp off. Like, <laughs> just say, like, it's too hot, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're all too apologetic, apart yeah. from seven-year-olds who feel super open about... Or apologetic about your appearance. Sorry, stay to me. 
Don't mind me. I'm in my... Oh, yeah. That's another one. Yeah. I think the most intimidating place when you don't feel like you're... The, where I feel the most vulnerable and intimidated and gross is like cosmetics counters in department stores. But that's because they're assholes. <laughs> Do you remember when I went oh uh, for my wedding yeah. and Jess was the bridesmaid? It was hardly even a cosmetics department. It was like some <laughs> arsehole like of nowhere. Back alley uh, <clears throat> place in Offaly. And... <laughs> That was the one. T- Did I say I can't actually remember? But anyway, she I wouldn't was- believe this story again if I wasn't there in the room. And I was there, and I can vouch that it actually happened. She started with a thick orange. But we went like I was the bridesmaid, and Kira was the bride, uh, and we were going down to Sussedate. There's me and one of the bridesmaids, but she we were doing it on her behalf, and we went to this little beauty salon just because it was local and it was near the wedding venue, and. <laughs> That was another example of like, yeah, could you give me something to remove this makeup because I'm not going outside like this. I'm surprised I didn't go out with it because I was in such rage. So you really, really thick uh, foundation and she kept putting it on and going, your skin is so dry. I need to put more on just to cover up like the <laughs> leprosy, basically. So at that stage, I was already feeling like my skin was, she was so know, dry. Yeah. <laughs> And then and she not, was coming at me with a kind well of, of silvery stories. blue uh, eyeshadow. And I was like, that's very like, whoa, that's a lot of colour. And she's like, it's just that your eyes are so small. So we need something really dark. They're tiny, aren't they? She's yeah. saying to me. Tiny oh, eyes. Yeah. Now, of all the things, having been flagged at that stage for my whole life by my hair or whatever else, I hadn't. The one thing in my body that I had not thought of as being uh, <laughs> a substandard <coughs> was my cry? eyeballs. Were you crying that day? No, I wasn't crying. I was laughing. Your eyes were watering. <coughs> yeah. The I one, just remember yeah. like, I have a visual of like black eyeliner. Down your <laughs> so yeah, she did this one. I like Rufus Irene Roberts from <laughs> Home and Away from, from oh, where my eyelashes makeup. were to my eyebrow in yeah. blue. Shimmer. And I was like, I think we need to cut this off. Like, as in, as in, let's stop this session. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't can't hear me, did she? <laughs> no. uh, so I don't know if I gave her the feedback other than, can you, you know. Oh, can we just oh, segue my eyes from that story to the time, <clears throat> the models of Hanoi? Oh, yeah. Because uh, I feel I I'd like to share with our listeners <laughs> the, the picture that accompanies this story. Oh yeah! Oh God! Or the album even? Yeah. Um, what age were you? I think I was sixteen. So my parents used to live in Vietnam, uh, and they had a housekeeper that used to come in and kind of do some cleaning and stuff for them. And she came in one day to show me uh, an album that she had gotten taken in a professional photography studio so she and in her album she was wearing a western wedding dress and uh, she I knew that she had separated from her husband but this is just oh. her oh I thought like, it was just after she got married no it was okay. nothing to do with okay she was She's in like, fact like the in the middle I've of a divorce looked. yeah she was just just a kind you. of this was a, a thing that was happening in Hanoi and I really politely was like, wow, you look amazing. Yeah, gorgeous. Wow, wow, wow. And then I would love that. I'd love to do that someday. That was that? I didn't take it that far. <laughs> but the next thing I knew, I was in the studio with her and it was she was saying it was a gift, which was a big deal. Like she was working as a housekeeper and she was bringing me to this thing because. So anyway, off she pops, gets so into her Western wedding dress. Because in the studio, they that's what they had. They had a range of wedding dresses. So and she was Vietnamese, so <laughs> she was the size of my zero finger. Yeah, so they pull out all these wedding dresses and oh like tub tubbo oh. over here. Did they make you try and get into? I'm them? like a size twelve, just to give people a reference. Because <laughs> like, of all these stories, I'm yeah. telling my Kira. Imagine <laughs> what she looks like, guys. I could not fit into any of the Vietnamese clothes. So what did they bring me? They brought me clothes from the men's department. So I had to wear a Vietnamese man's <laughs> wedding outfit. Um, oh, the photos are amazing. <laughs> so then they were coming at me. There was, I didn't have good Vietnamese, but this guy, the makeup guy, 
he was basically had his hands. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but he was trying to indicate to me that my eyebrows were a bad shape. And so he was showing me that and then he was picking up a raw razor blade. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, please don't shave off my eyebrows. And he was going to show me like, I'm going to draw them back on. It's fine. See, I probably no, would have no, been no. like, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Do whatever yeah. you think. Raw, yeah, raw razor blade. No problem. <laughs> How many other people have you used on? So he was very disappointed with that. So he just drew over. He just drew a shape on my the top of my head. Again, lots of makeup. And then they came out with me with a glue gun. So they pulled all my curls out and put loads of gel in to make it look wet or something. And then they glued pearls onto my head. That took, I don't know, I was there for about six hours. And And then I had to... Wasn't it the foundation they used on your face was as dark as your darkest freckle? To to get rid of all your freckles. Mahogany. Yeah, they did not like my freckles. Uh, And you look so happy in all the So by the time I got into the fucking... uh, So me in the man's suit, it looks like... We're like a lesbian couple. I uh, don't remember the ones multicultural. That you and her, yeah, no, I've just re-earthed those. I want to blow up. And uh, yeah, I brought them back. My daughter, first of all, was like, "Mommy, you look so nice." I was like, "What?" Uh, and my husband. Was like, can I bring just, this? Can I've I bring never this into school seen and show my look, friend who thinks you're. <laughs> never seen you look so angry. So I did like several, like me holding a vase, <clears> me <throat> holding props. Huyen in her wedding gown. Um, yeah, so it's a lot. That's definitely going to be the Instagram post to get people to listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm traumatised. That's why I can't wear makeup And that she anymore. never cared about her appearance ever since. <laughs> yeah. After those. Maybe she should get Juno to do the same when she's 16. Um, she, But she'd be all over it. She'd be mm. like, yeah, shave those eyebrows off. No problem. Oh God, grim. Um, but Huyen was delighted anyway. I'd say she was so ashamed that I had to wear a man's outfit. Well, it's kind of worked in the role play. It would have been weird if you were both brides. Would it? <laughs> would it have been weirder? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so there you go. So it's all self-confidence. I'm just a really confident person. Yeah. Which doesn't kill us and all that. Glue yeah. guns. So I've survived that. It took only to come yesterday to be told that it's okay that I'm a ginger. Because no offence. But yeah, I I feel like you you haven't exposed any of your uh, darkest moments of... You said that you said to me earlier that you remember me weighing myself. Yeah. And thinking that. Did I think I was fat at the time? I I think you... I don't even know if you had (coughs) proper... Like if you had a weighing scales at the time, but I I know that you had thought, God, I think I'm getting a bit heavy. And that you got on the scales and went, oh my God. I'm 10 stone and then look back down and we're like fucking hell I'm 11 stone <laughs> I just put on a stone there and then <laughs> yeah. um, but that was good that you weren't aware <laughs> but my weight used to fluctuate because I'd yeah. work and my, I'd lose all the weight because I had no time to eat or like sit down and then literally like I'd be on hiatus from work and I'd put on like a stone and a half and yeah. which is really bad for you as well but it's now it's just kind of your body I think tries to stay the same weight as best it can yeah. It yeah. tries to hover around the same weight. Um, but you don't f- remember feeling or like exponentially better. The other thing that happens to me a lot, and my weight does, it stays within the same kind of five or six pounds now all the time. Um, but people say to me a lot, like, oh, you've lost loads of weight. Like even I did a job about, I should tell that story about the ear infection. Anyway, I got an ear infection on a job, but <laughs> long story short. But I... Did that about two or three weeks ago and I did another job last week and all the people were like, oh, you've lost so much weight since. Like, no, I haven't. But And again, like, why do you need to mention it? Yes. Yeah. I, like, I haven't. Um, <laughs> no, you did. You lost a yeah, lot. But, a but there was a lot. friend of my mum's that used to say to me, or like my mum and dad's, they used to always be like, you've lost so much weight every time I saw them. Three and, stone. Yeah. You must, stone. Stone. you must have lost three stone. You must have lost two or three stone. I'm like, what did you, did you think of somebody else? Or like, and I also like, how is it okay to say that? I don't know. Because you never know why somebody, to me anyway, I would be like, maybe they're sick or they must be sick if it's been a dramatic weight loss. And um, I would never, ever comment on something like that. Yeah. But people say it to me a lot when there's no difference. Or like if you're wearing a baggier pair of jeans than you normally wear. Yeah. 
Yeah. They'd, they'll go at it or like yeah, yeah. put their finger in the waistband or whatever. It's like, oh, go away. Yeah. It's, uh, but then again, if we just never talk about it, is that, are we trying to just bleach the world so we are all just ignoring real things? I think people are getting a bit more, addressing it a bit more now. And things like airbrushing magazines and, you know, I think I know like some actors and models, well, probably not models, but like I've heard actresses saying, you know, that they've gotten a draft of a magazine cover and they're like, don't airbrush that. Okay. You know. But like you never see, you never see somebody in a magazine that's smiling or laughing with like lines around their eyes or. But do you put like filters on your. Not really. I try not to. I mean, I don't love the hypocritical thing as well. I don't like to look at photos of myself and I don't like to look in the mirror. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I like to. Why? What happens when you look in the mirror? You're just like, oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, why are you looking like that? Smile. <laughs> and then I smile and then I'm like... Oh, it's such a pity, isn't it, that we can't all just be like, cool, I look awesome, see but ya. I think very, very, very few people are. Yeah. But I do think men are, are less, give, gives less of a shit. Give less of a shit. About God, I don't are. know. I think really? you might be wrong. Maybe they just don't talk about it because it's... Gay. <laughs> Foundations. Um, so, I don't know, do you want to, will we wrap it up there? Thought for the day. Um, yeah. I think we've said all we have to say about that. Yeah, but thanks. Let us know yeah. what you think about Onion onions sandwiches. and sandwiches. Yeah. Um, slimming groups. Yeah. Tipping taxi drivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What else have we asked? And have you ever been happy with a haircut? Men or women? But I uh, hope you enjoyed it <coughs> and come back to us next week. And let us know if there's anything you think you would like to hear us chat about because we're always looking for topics for discussion yeah so you can find us on Facebook Storybud Podcast Instagram Storybud Podcast and Twitter at Storybud Podcast yeah um, so we would love to hear from you and we'll be back again with another episode next week thanks a million chat to you then Neocast Nearcast, your community podcast network. Listen to podcasts about society, people, poetry, board games, and many other topics. Subscribe to a program today. Learn more at nearcast.ie and find out how you can get involved. <laughs>